0: Hello, 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 Sammy here from the Gateway team, just letting you know how much we all appreciate your love and support over the last few seasons of Gateway, and just letting you know that you can help us by heading to our newly established Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash gateway to anime. Every little bit helps and we really appreciate any love and support that you can find. You can also, of course, find us on all social media platforms if you search Gateway to Anime and please go and check out our website at www.gatewaytoanime.com. If you have the time to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, once again, such a massive help. Something feels like doesn't help, but helps us massively. So if you have the time, please do. Thanks again for your love and support. Now sit back and enjoy the show. It's a whole new world, we live in, Pokemon Jojo. Everybody wants to be your master. Everybody wants to show their skills. Everybody wants to get there faster. Make their way to the top of the hill. Arashemase! Hello, 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 and welcome back. To gateway to anime charlie how you going hey
1: i'm good good to be back always good to be good. back season three going strong got some cool things so just happy to be here to be honest
0: <laughs> it's good and we are very happy to welcome back and this is actually by popular demand i had so many people message me about this wonderful guest and that of course is mr ross chisari ross welcome back mate what's going on guys and you had many requests from my mom it's
2: just <laughs> my mom being like, oh, my God, were you on a podcast? I've been listening to it on repeat. Go and do it again. And I was like, sure, I'll hit him up.
1: <laughs> Actually, weirdly enough, Ross, my, our mom, because Sam and I share the same mother, requested yes. you as well. She was like, he was funny. <laughs> He was much funnier than you, and I was like, "Great, oh. we'll bring him back."
2: Thank you, thank <laughs> so you, So Mom.
1: mum's all around.
2: <laughs> well, this one's for Mrs. Mrs. What do we, what's her first name? Caroline. Caroline, this one's for you. <laughs> and that's where like the Pokemon like theme song comes in. Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. <laughs> yes, so exactly right. We are doing. A relative deep dive and I say relative because my God, as soon as I actually started researching this, I realized what I had done to myself mm-hmm. and have now decided that perhaps deep dive is the wrong word, but we are diving in to the phenomenon and quite possibly the biggest gateway anime that exists, especially for people of our generation. It was the one that got everyone and so many people we have in this podcast and they're like, oh, I mean, it's Pokemon anime. It's like, absolutely it is. No doubt. So I guess we're going to go back and talk about that worldwide phenomenon. Before we do that, Ross, just tell us how you found Pokemon. Like, how did you come to it, and what? I mean, I think we spoke about this last time, but let's just refresh everyone's memory. I didn't come to Pokemon. Pokemon came to me.
2: <laughs> so let's just start that. Start there. Um, let's get the story straight. So basically, again, I mean, the theme of this podcast is mums. My mum. Shout out to Wendy Chisari. What? What? Seven Forty Three Deakin Avenue. Joking. That's not her address. Um, <laughs> Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) unless just sending Amazon gifts, that's also fine. Um, so (laughs) I think I was probably like six, let's say six, six going on seven. I was a mature seven-year-old and one day mom came home from (laughs) video (laughs) easy In Mm Muldura, no longer exists, RIP, Video Easy. And she had a new DVD that was strongly recommended to her from The Counter Guy. Shout out to The Counter Guy. Thank you, Counter Guy, for changing my life. Push play and episode one started, Pokemon I Choose You, the exact title and... The rest is history. Wow,
0: you were chosen. It chose you. Yeah, it's man. It's a very exciting time. That's incredible. Wow, you actually – so you didn't do it through the Cheese TV route. You got the actual DVDs. DVD fucking Videos. D. Yeah. but well, I mean or video, DVD. right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was just like – like, Wow. Yeah. No, my That's God, no,
2: crazy. No, 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 no. Lucky kids nowadays getting it on DVD. Oh, my God. And streaming. Ah. Mm,
1: Oh. Streaming.
0: Man, they are so, so lucky, I tell you.
1: I had to tape mine off Cheese
0: TV. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. like,
1: put it in and you tape because we had to get to school S- and the then, I- like, getting really upset when someone would tape over and you didn't get to see. It was, like, actually pretty high stakes.
2: Totally. So, I remember, obviously, mm-hmm. growing up in Mildura, we didn't have Channel 10 and, obviously, Melbourne did. So whenever we used to come to Melbourne for, like, a weekend trip or a holiday or whatever, it used to be, like, this amazing thing because we used to wake up on Saturday morning and be like holy shit pokemon is on tv in Melbourne it's not on tv in Mildura we had to get it via VHS like wow it was such a thing wow yeah I like how that was like Melbourne's a real city it's got pokemon (laughs) on (laughs) the tv the
0: big smoke right (laughs) well so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a big information dump because I'm going to start at the beginning of pokemon and jump up to about generation three which is when I stopped so I was obviously a kid And this phenomenon took me like it took everybody else. And I'm just gonna talk a little bit about how it began and the person who created it. And that man is of course, Satoshi Tajiri. And Satoshi Tajiri is a fascinating guy because as a kid, he lived in the outskirts of Tokyo in the 60s when it was still quite quite rural. And he was actually an avid insect collector to the point where his teacher would actually give him 15 minutes of every morning to come into class and like do a show and tell and show all the kids what insects he had for that week because he was just that obsessed with it. So that's where it all began and that's where it was incepted in him down the line. So Tajiri then started Game Freak as a self-published video game magazine, which he hand wrote and stapled and then photocopied to disseminate. That's how it all began because he was actually a crazy good arcade video game player and just lived for video games. And of course there were in really arcades back then. Consoles weren't ubiquitous or even really existed. And so he started off by putting like Space Invader how-tos and like giving walkthroughs of Space Invader and then that grew into Game Freak and his magazine. So he wrote and edited the text whilst his friend Ken Sugimori provided the illustrations. And Tajiri used the moniker Game Freak as a pen pal while writing as a freelancer for publications like Family Computer Magazine and Famicom Sushin. So April 26, 1989, Tajiri and Sugimori and a friend Jinchi Masuda started a video game development company of the same name. After they reviewed so many video games, they were like, hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure we know what a good video game is. And, and Tajiri had actually studied a bit of development at university. I was like, you know what guys, we're gonna become a development company. That's what we're gonna do. And so one of their first projects was the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. It was an action and puzzle game called Quinty, which was released in North America as Mendel Palace. And it was kind of a sort of weird platform game, but Tajiri noticed that during that period of time in video games, there was always a verb given to a game. So, you know, Mario jumped, Pac-Man ate. And so this was flipped. So he would flip tiles. That's what you did in that game. And that's where that all began. So when Tajiri discovered the Game Boy, and the Game Boy Game Link cable specifically, it gave him the image of little insects traveling across the wires between Game Boy consoles. So Tajiri was also heavily influenced by the Ultraman fantasy television series, Ultra Seven, in which the protagonist used giant monsters contained within small capsules to help him fight. Now together, these ideas gave him a fully formed idea for a new game called Capsule Monsters. And after several failed attempts at pitching the concept to Nintendo, Tajiri's friend Shigeru Miyamoto, pitched it to them on his behalf, and Nintendo came on board and began funding the project, albeit rather modestly. So the project spent six years in development, and due to trademarking issues, the game's name was changed from Capture monsters to pocket monsters. Now, Game Freak's co-founder, Sugimori, he was the artist, so he drew all the game's artwork and the character designs, whilst Masada, another friend, composed the music and the sound effects. The project nearly drove Game Freak into bankruptcy, Five employees quit due to the financial conditions and Tajiri worked countless unpaid hours, even moving back in with his parents while they were developing it. And he had to make lots of other games on the fly to keep bringing the money in so they could keep pumping it back into this Pokemon thing. It's crazy. So then the first two games were Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green. What? Yes. On the Game Boy. On February 27, 1996, 151 Pokemon were able to be caught and Pokemon Red and Green were followed by Pokemon Blue. This is in Japan only. Uh, which had an improved graphics and sound version of green. I'm not sure why that happened, but that, that's how so it went. So we
1: didn't get green in Australia. We no, did not. Cool, in the right. West, they mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. turned it into blue. Great. Right.
0: Mm. But initially, the game sales were actually quite modest. It was the announcement of the very secret Pokemon, Mew, who had to be downloaded separately. Mm. And initially, it was the magazine Koro, Koro who announced the legendary Pokemon offer to distribute Mew to just 20 entrants. The contest received 78,000 entries, and the sales for the game just started to explode after that. So, after the games, Pokemon Trading Cards were developed by a media factory with its own set of rules, and the first set of cards were released in October 20, uh, 1996, containing 102 cards, and that also, of course, became wildly popular. We'll talk about that at length soon. Mm-hmm. That was a whole thing. But the franchise also won many manga interpretations, the first being... Pokemon Pocket Monsters by Kasaku Anakubo in 96 November. This is mostly actually a joke manga using crude humor and slapstick starring a trainer named Red and his crude Clefairy. What? Yeah, that was the first manga. Can I get this? Like a hell bad little bitch. Torn, like a... <laughs> she was a little bitch, exactly. Oh my god,
1: I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right? I want to find we've got to track that down. Then of course came what would be the thing which got all of us into this. The anime series, based on the game's premiering on April 1st, 97 in Japan. And the protagonist was, of course, a young Pokemon trainer, actually in Japan, named Satoshi, named him after himself, but translated into English as Ash Ketchum. How do you think
1: we got there from Satoshi to, uh, I <laughs> Sat- like, like Ash, to... Ash? I don't know. Satoshi, Ash, I don't know. all, <laughs>
0: it's a stretch, like them all.
1: <laughs> yeah, super I super assume so. Yeah, catch them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I assume some uh, some executives are like, hmm, mm. we can do better than
1: no. that. Oh, actually, I'll <laughs> speak on that later. The, the The worst like English translation of foods and things. We'll talk about that when they were like, oh yeah, yeah. Instead of rice balls, they were um jelly. Uh, they were jelly, jelly donuts. donuts. They were like, who wants a donut? Oh. And I was like, that's clearly a rice ball. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, just the worst. <laughs> it was a different time, but yes, of course, the anime became unbelievably popular. Obviously, now this spawned many more mangas, like the Electric Tale of Pikachu, written by Totoro Ono, and the most famous manga in the West, though, is Pokemon Adventures, which has sold over 150,000 copies worldwide. It's also the longest-running manga in Pokemon history. So, due to the phenomenal success of Pokemon in Japan, by this point, the series was then released overseas. Now, before the games were released in America, the localization team actually attempted to change the Pokemon designs, fearing that the cute designs would not appeal to Western gamers. Thankfully, someone vetoed that because that would have been a disaster. So that happened.
1: I wonder what their version would have been. (laughs) Some of the data
0: designs, they're all over the internet.
2: If you want to find them, they are there. Oh, right. And they are chalk and cheese to what we ended up with. Like crazy. Wow. Crazy. I I highly recommend listeners to have a look. Google it. Ooh. The beta forms of, especially the original 150, crazy, crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm doing that after this. Absolutely. Are they scary? Some are scary. Some are like just bad versions of what we ended up getting, and some are, are yeah. just like, thank fuck you never you never invented that broom Pokemon because we did not need that in the original <laughs> 150. You know what I mean? No one needed. We got we got, we, I mean, we got a fucking Pokemon broom black. and a lamp and a fucking shovel by Gen Eight, but Gen One did not need the broom. You know, <laughs> no, no, yeah,
1: we, we got to start somewhere, and then right. go. You know, totally. you can't just start with the broom. Like <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> all the
0: cleaning products, get we're Pokemon. not ready. <laughs> so. America received red and blue versions as well as the anime in December 1998, and the trading card game followed in Jan 99, made by, actually made by Wizards of the Coast back then, who were obviously behind Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons, amongst many things. Then, the anime, of course, is what pushed the franchise to new heights in the West, when we had Mewtwo Strikes Back, which debuted in Japanese theaters featuring Mewtwo as the antagonist and the super rare Mew as the protagonist in September 98 in Japan and October 99 in the West. Even held the record for the highest grossing animated film of all time. Wasn't
1: that Pokemon 2000 over here? Wasn't it called that? Yeah. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. the one thing. where
1: Ash dies and gets resurrected by Pokemon Tears.
0: Yes. Oh, okay, yes, well, that's it. spoilers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what if people have not seen this, Charlie? You are just oh ruining people's dreams right now. Watch your mouth. <laughs>
1: They're going to need Pokemon Tears by the
2: end of this to uh, help them forget. But yes, Pokemon 2000 <laughs> is a fucking, th- that if you like, oh my God, stop what you do, push pause on this fucking podcast and go watch it then come back. <laughs> wow. you have no I remember, clue what's happening. I
1: just remember the like, the, there was like a short film at the start of Pokemon 2000. Oh my like, God, what bit, happened I, to
0: those? Oh, oh so the good. Pokemon shorts. Sorry, Continue. No, no, that Pokemon shorts are something that need to get picked up again. That's that's a definite. Ah. Then after that, the yellow version of the games was released and that came out in Japan in September 98 and in the West in October 99. It was basically the same as Red and Blue except... Pikachu was your starting Pokemon, and he followed you around. And there were, you know, some subtle differences to the base game, but it kind of made you feel like you were playing as Ash from the anime, like, you know, Team Rocket were there instead of just the random Rocket-like grunts. Little things like that, but it was mostly a bit of a, felt like a bit of a cash grab. And that's I was gonna be off a- it. You were it? Even as like, an eight year old,
1: I remember being like, this doesn't feel as like genuine. I was like, this is mainstream. <laughs> like, you got to pick two. Like, but I remember being like, I want my fucking, because I obviously always had, we'll talk about this later, but like what your starter was. Mm. I had my starter, which was Squirtle every time. Yeah, you
0: were Squirtle. You were Squirtle. Because I was
1: lazy and I didn't want to, like, there was a fucking rock gym first. Mm-hmm. You know, you verse Brock. Super effective. Yeah, true. Apparently, I've made the wrong choice. Everyone's like, apparently, should always pick Bulbasaur. Yeah, I was
0: a Bulbasaur boy. Yeah, mm. but
1: um, I'm going to back Squirtle just for the lazy kids
0: out there <laughs> just to represent the ADHD uh, community. Yes. Uh, back it. Hey. Ross actually has a little little plush Squirtle right now, which he's holding, and it's unbelievably adorable. Would you and like I to say, say hi to, to the that? fans? <laughs> <laughs> He's shy. Sorry guys.
1: Shy. He can only say one thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: know. Shit. Go to so Whopper. Learn to talk. <laughs> Learn some actions. Shit.
1: Some,
2: some, get some downward some dog. Vocal some vocal targeting. Discord cow. <laughs> <Four sexes>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, Sounds I will like- I will jump in and say I slightly disagree mm. with Charlie and say that I think Pokemon Yellow was necessary to hook us back in because mm-hmm. I feel like red and blue were a bit to like free reign and then pokemon yellow was like you if you're a fan of pokemon this is ash this is your fucking pikachu you know the drill go for gold i feel i felt when i was playing red and blue i was like oh i wish i could play ash so i feel like it was a double-edged sword they had to appeal to those who wanted the freedom like red and blue and then those who were crazy fans just to play pikachu and ash that's what yellow was invented for you know what i mean Totally.
1: No, mm. no, I, I do agree with you. I think I was just an edgy kid.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember I once named my Pokemon trainer Gary just to like mess
0: with the system. Man, you're crazy, man. <laughs> so I
1: was like, there's two Garys.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I named, this is a quick shout out. I always have and always will name my rival in every Pokemon game, Larry or Lazar, named after my, one of my best friends, Larry Cavello. shout out. We grew up with Pokemon together and we were like, so I've got two younger brothers and he's got a younger brother. We're basically five brothers and as the eldest we were quite competitive and so it was like who was always slightly better at pokemon and it was always like let like we'd battle and he'd win and i'd be like oh for fuck's sake i cannot sleep at night until i beat him in pokemon so we'll forever be pokemon rivals so shout out to larry cavallo who's currently
0: listening from germany hi larry hey. <laughs> hi
1: larry hello we'll see you at the gym later see you at the gym
0: <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> thrown down. But yes, the anime and Pokemon Yellow turned Pikachu into obviously the most recognizable and popular figure, turning him into the franchise's mascot. And this led to a small spin-off game called Hey You Pikachu. Oh there he is, Ross has got him.
1: I wish you could see Ross. We should have done a video of this because Ross it's is so prepared good. with
0: his I'm fucking prepared, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon plush.
2: You name a Pokemon, I'm just like, wait, let me find the plush.
0: <laughs>
1: You've got nose pass. What's that big nose Pokemon? <laughs> <I'm> Plushie like
0: <laughs> Here you go. (laughs) Gotten deep. Actually, a little pop quiz here. Who do you think? There's two things. One, who do you think was supposed to be before Pikachu, the mascot? Clefairy. Clefairy. Correct. That is correct. Yes, yes. Oh,
1: I just based that because you said that before. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's it. You spoiled it. I did. I spoiled myself. But that's it. That's a little clue. But here's an even harder one. For those of you out there, if you know this, ten points. I didn't till I read it. What was the first Pokemon conceived? Oh, this is is such a
2: tricky question. It's, and there you are never a few answers. There, there are so many yes. that you're like, what the fuck? Why? I know. <laughs> yeah. Is it like so,
1: Gyarados?
2: No. So it's, Sorry, that was a real it, wild card. I'm pretty sure it's a, a tie between- a, Clefairy, because she was the original Max like, mascot. B, Bulbasaur, because it's 001 in the Pokedex. And Rhydon, mm. which was like Rhydon. this random, I don't actually know the exact story behind Sugimori's illustration, but I'm pretty sure he just conceptualized it and was like, this is it. This is the Pokemon. Go. Yeah, this, this that's it. it.
0: That was the one. Yeah. It was like he wow, into, it's Rhydon. He,
1: yeah, I Rhydon. can't even
0: visualize Rhydon right now. Exactly. Nor would you. It's just a rhino, basically. Oh, <laughs>
1: right. Yes, yes, yes.
0: It's But that's the one, the most nondescript, like, forget, until I looked at it, I was like, I haven't thought about that thing since 1999 right. right just hasn't happened but yeah that's the one so little, uh, the secret cruise.
1: the secret winner the, the secret is right? <laughs> right, on. On. Oh. <laughs> oh. <Yay>. right on <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Ross, I'm so impressed you actually got that. Yeah, very good. I know that you are very – I'm excited. You're encyclopedic when it comes to – I'm I'm just going to pause the podcast right now. If
2: you ever talk to me like that again, Charlie, I'm going to (laughs) fucking jump through this computer screen and slap you sideways. That doesn't have to make the cut. Oh, my God, I'm loving being here, guys. Oh my god,
1: I love it! <laughs> <laughs> Just making enemies.
2: You can edit this, right? Yeah, cool, great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go on You'll be my new. I'll make my my new Pokemon trainer like rival Ross. Oh I'll my god, high. done, please. That's right. That is like
2: <laughs> that is like a lifetime
0: achievement award for me. <laughs> but yes, there was the game. Hey, you Pikachu. This is a virtual pet game utilising the N64's voice recognition unit to allow players to interact with Pikachu verbally. That sounds horrendous, but you can look it up on YouTube. It's pretty fucked. It's a- What's worse,
1: that or Pokemon Snap? Trick question, Pokemon Snap's sick Best game ever
0: Oh my god, Um, I was
2: like, um, don't make me come through this computer again (laughs) Fuck me, like within five minutes I love (laughs)
1: Pokemon Snap I love Pokemon Snap
0: (laughs) Which has just released a new version As of last week at the time of recording this podcast There's a new Pokemon Snap out people If you don't know
1: What are we doing here? Why are we doing like a live playing of that? Oh, The only reason I found
0: time to speak to you guys Is because I finished it Otherwise I'd still be playing (laughs) (laughs) How did you find it by the way as a side as a side um
2: as a quick side it was really good and nostalgic but at the end like okay no hate obviously pokemon's number one fan but i just feel like it is a game where you take photos of pokemon period and it's a bit like that's <laughs> it like you're aiming mm. to feel instead of a pokedex you're aiming to fill your photo decks, which is basically mm. a pokedex of photos of pokemon so once mm. you do that it's just a bit like basically the the synopsis is you can every each like track has like three levels and once you get to level 3 so like level 1 has 10 pokemon you can take a photo of level 2 there might be 12 and then level 3 there might be 15 once you see all 15 that's it like there's only 15 pokemon on that track so you're like oh i've seen them all next you know what i mean is yeah. there like mm. surprises or mews that pop up or whatever or is there
1: is it same thing I played actually weirdly on one of my first dates with my current partner. We played Pokemon Snap on his Nintendo sixty four. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sure you <laughs> like fucking two did. Two years ago, it was, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the kids are calling it mm-hmm. these days. Pokemon Snap. No, I. Um, but I remember it being shocked because I was like, "Oh, there's so many things you can do. Like you have to like." You know, throw an apple and then that like, pikachu run and fall into a cauldron of lava and then it turns into a, like a Gyarados for no apparent totally. Like knock yeah. things over. Is it the same all that kind of stuff? You
2: know what? The OG snap was way better because that sort of stuff and as kids you could figure it out. You know what it is? Mm. Mm. Again, love Pokemon. I would never say anything bad about them, but it's almost like, I don't know, I'm going into this game almost being like, they're too smart for their own good. Like if this was like the OG, I could put the pieces together, but it's just so open to interpretation. You're like, I could take like, throw an apple at a rock and a fucking Charmander might pop out for no fucking reason. Whereas on the old old yeah. Snap, it's like, if you throw an apple at a rock, nothing's going to fucking happen because it's an apple and a rock. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I feel that. (laughs) Anyway, if you have sixty nine ninety nine and you're in in EB Games and you're waiting for the remakes of Diamond and Pearl, go out and get Snap to to buy the time.
0: Yes, indeed. Back into this little little uh, timeline. So when the anime finished following the game story with Ash's defeat in the Pokemon League spoiler, that was in Jan ninety (laughs) nine, started a new season in a new region called the Orange Archipelago. And introducing the new main character of Tracy Sketchit. And it was around this season, a new movie was released called The Power of One. Oh. That was in J- Japan in July 99 and in the, in the West in July 2000. So then, of course, part of my notes, a spin off game called Pokemon Snap was released on the oh. N64. Sorry, it was a spoiler again. <laughs> Fuck, Charlie, wait yes. your turn. <laughs> This is ruining it. We all know what that's about. But then one of my favorite spin-off Pokemon games of it's all time. Sex, it's about sex, right, Pinball. Charlie? It's about <laughs> sex. <laughs> that's the metaphor. For it's that. about taking nudes. It's like, a, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Dick pics. That's what it's yeah, about. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, Pokemon Pinball, I think, is my new favorite spin-off game. Like, If there's ever been a, a rude, horrifying cash grab of like just blatant, Shamelessness, it's got to be Pokemon Pinball. I and mean, there's a few, but that's that one's right up what there. What um, platform's that on? That was on the Game Boy Color. And then after the, – actually, this is an interesting point. So after the first Pokemon Stadium game was actually a failure in Japan, they released a sequel also called Pokemon Stadium that was released in the West in Feb 2000, and that it. became a huge success. Is that the one we got? That is the one we got. Actually, a sequel because the first one was so bad, in, which never left Japan. But, yes, and that was – be known as the original Pokemon Stadium, and was one of the first times Pokemon was successfully featured in three D. Man, I used to love that fucking game. The that mini games so were better dope. though. The mini the games were the best
1: uh, part of that. It was so Clefairy so says,
0: "Yes, that song bitch, is in my head. Like, that fairy, shit is hard fairy. Fairy. as
2: well.
1: Yeah, it's like, so fucking hard. <laughs> yes. the, it goes like, sorry for anyone who's listening who hasn't played Pokemon Stadium. First of all." Go and play Pokemon Stadium. Right? And play the minigames. Clefairy Says is like a. There's a bunch of Clefairies at the start of the classroom and they just do like.
2: It's basically like a memory test. But you know what? The, yeah. the, my favorite part of playing the minigame was, again, shout out to my brothers who suck at this minigame, was watching the, the Clefairies do the wrong thing. It was fucking. <laughs> Gold, yes. and you're just pissing yourself like tear, like laugh crying at how bad <laughs> the fucking demented Klefairy is being like, You're supposed to point left, bitch, not down. Like, oh my God, it's <laughs> so fucking funny.
1: I think it hit with, like, a big...
2: Yes, yeah, like, like a ruler mallet, or something. A mallet, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> there was also the one with liquor tongue, where if you ate something hot and spicy, mm-hmm. you'd be like, ah. Oh, yeah. like
0: a bitch a can't handle drain. his, like, yes. wasabi. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that OG Pokemon Stadium, that's, you know, that's peak game. I don't think
1: I year. ever played the actual game. I just got stuck <laughs> on the video. It's, well, like, the best truly. part
0: about it was you
2: could um, transfer your Pokemon over from the Game Boy and you could be, like, that's obviously, like, right. you couldn't do a lot with them. You could, like, battle pretend challenges and stuff like that and maybe go through the league but just to see your 2d party pokemon come to life in a 3d version which looked exactly the same it's incredible oh such a good time so we
1: had the remotes from the nintendo 64 that had the yeah
0: and you stuck the thing in the back yes yeah yeah wow yes good times guys and because the three of us here have all performed in this medium of course of pokemon musical (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, <Yeah. laughs> it's actually a major hole in my resume. Is that I wasn't involved in Pokemon Live <laughs> during 2000 to 2002. Who would you
1: play, Brock? So I that was a big bird. I'm really <laughs> sorry. What? Come I on, just,
2: man. Oh, damn.
0: Jesus. Shots have been you got fired. The screen. <laughs> no.
1: It's okay. I'm like one of the ghost
0: Pokemon or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, <I> just, <laughs> it's very upsetting. Brock. Oh, man. He's, he's, he's a very problematic character when we look back on that. But, but shit, um, he can cook. Oh, he can cook and clean. And, knows, oh, look, you know. He's got his. Anyway. He's got his benefits, anyway. <laughs> but yes, that was uh, that was shown on stages all around the world. It was actually developed in the states, though. And the key plot point was the reveal that Ash's mother was actually friends with Giovanni when they were younger, who was the head of Team Rocket. That so was the only, random. It wasn't canon, but that's yeah. so
1: weird and kind of hot. Like, are yeah. they? Like, I fucking is love he Ash's mum. Yes. Well, where's, where's Ash's dad? Though is he just never mentioned.
0: Well, that is what it spawned a thousand theories. That musical about is Giovanni Ash's dad. Yeah. So that was the whole thing about that. So you know, even though it was obviously another shameless cash grab, and if you ever watch any YouTube video of it, it's like it looks like a sort of a really terrible daytime show at like Disneyland or something. You know. Like- but let's
2: be honest, That's- unemployed whopper graduates would be doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me included. As an
1: unemployed whopper graduate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As an, oh, I, you know, I can hey. speak
2: on behalf of a lot of unemployed whopper graduates, especially in the music yep. theatre course, who would jump at the opportunity to play. Dude number one in Pokemon live on stage. <laughs> Jesus. Take my money. It's here's true. my headshot and CV.
1: <laughs> I like there's multiple Geodudes in this production. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like a chorus. Like, just like, a chorus of Geodudes. A chorus of Geodudes.
2: Oh, my God. It's like a chorus line, but it's like a lineup of 18 Pokemon and they're just all Dude though. Oh, my God. <laughs> so
0: good. That'd be better than what that show was. This leads us then to Generation 2. Johto, which is the last generation that I played. And I love this. I love it. In fact, Satoshi Tajiri directed only the first two versions, two generations. Various Generation 2 Pokemon had been teased and, you know, minorly featured in the anime and the movies, but Gen 2 officially arrived in the form of Pokemon Gold and Silver on the Game Boy Color in Japan in November 99. This time, players were introduced to the land of Johto, where 100 new Pokemon were waiting to be caught. And the new games enhanced the gaming experience by adding many new features like. Pokemon having the ability to have different genders, allowing them to breed. And a time system was also introduced with a real-time clock, allowing different events to occur during the day and the night and in the morning, and as well as different days of the week. Another important feature was the friendship system, which would affect how your Pokemon actually acted. Now, this game featured the first appearance of shiny Pokemon. Uh, Most prominent was the Red Gyarados at the Lake of Rage, which was Uh. so... Fucking cool. And players could also return to the Kanto region, which is the original region, to face the gym leaders from the original games. And Golden Silver dropped in the West in October 2000. The anime, of course, followed suit. Ash and his friends also arrived in Johto in October 2000 in the West. Then the third Pokemon movie, Spell of the Unknown Entai, was released in theaters. And I don't actually remember seeing that, but it was out there. New trading guard set called Neo Genesis featured the first Gen 2 Pokemon to the trading card game. And that's when you've got those cool colours. They're actually worth a lot of money, by the way, if anyone's got those. What, hologram? Yeah, they're worth shitloads of hologram mm. right now. We had a ho- we did have a couple. I know. I know, I don't know where they are. Pokemon Stadium 2 then came out, which was with the Gen 2 Pokemon in 3D. That was super dope. And like Pokemon Yellow, a third game was released called Pokemon Crystal. And Crystal had some notable changes from Gold and Silver. Uh now am I pronouncing this right? Suisun? Suisune? Suissoon A? Uh, Suicune. Thank you, Ross. Suicune was the game's mascot and primary focus of the plot, and Crystal was also the first portable Pokemon game to feature animations yeah. for the Pokemon. Yeah, and players, for the first time, able to choose their character's gender. And in Japan, they could train and battle and attain the legendary Pokemon Celebi, wirelessly using a cell phone to connect to the mobile system GB. So, in December 2000... The first feature-length special of the Pokemon anime was released in Japan and as a sequel to Mewtwo Strikes Back called Mewtwo Returns. Very original. I don't know who got paid to write that. It was released in the US in December 2001. Then, of course, another anime movie was released uh, called Celebi, The Voice of the Forest. Uh, that was in July 2001 and featured two legendary Pokemon in Pokemon Crystal, Celebi and Suicune. Then Raikou, who was the only member of the second-gen legendary beast without a feature film, received only a made-for-TV special, so you know who the creators liked best there. Aww, I know. It's still guy. actually a really good TV special.
2: Yeah? Yeah, it's actually really, really good. It's hard to find now, but if you, it's on YouTube, so have a look at it. Okay. Oh, it's really, absolutely. really good. P.S., Gen 2 also introduced the a uh, steel and dark type combination yes. into the mix, which made the game yes. a fucking lot harder, like so much yeah. harder. Magnemite went from being a floating ball of electricity to a steel type. Like how hard yeah. could you get? Like how do you beat steel? <laughs> With fire, that's how. But who has fire Pokemon <laughs> yeah. nowadays? We only had like Slugma in Johto,
0: seriously. oh <laughs> It's such a good, under, underrated generation, I think, Gen 2. So, so cool. But Then in July 2002, the fifth and final movie, of the original series, Pokemon Heroes, Latios and Latias, was released. And that was distributed on limited release in the West by Miramax. Actually, that was in 2003. By Miramax. Well, Miramax, we all... We all. No, yeah. I know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, bad now, bad, yeah, bad, bad. bad. Now. But also, like, but we a big, big deal at the
2: time.
0: Huge, yeah. huge, huge. And um, it's
2: set in Venice in Italy, and it is so beautifully yeah. illustrated. And yeah. the story is like so heartfelt. It's a bit of a weird, weird one. Spoiler: where Latias falls in love with Ash and transforms into a human girl to sort of hang out with him. And then he's like, mm. "Whoa, we can't be together, We're a fucking Pokemon, you crazy bitch!" And then obviously, like, <laughs> they save the world, blah 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 blah. But it's set in Venice and it's fucking beautiful. And there's like this water Pokemon race where Misty involves herself in. It's amazing, and Misty is my favorite mm. Pokemon character of all time. Anyway, go watch Pokemon Heroes. It's really, really good.
1: <laughs> Misty is really good. I agree with you. She's Duh. a good character. She is. She's amazing. looking for her bike. She's looking a bike. She's still looking for a yeah. bike. <laughs>
2: Still hunting for that bike. Oh, my God. Ever since we spoke about this on the last podcast, the bitch is still looking for a bike and she has not (laughs) found
0: it. This is where I come to my end because this is where I stopped following Pokemon, really. So Latias and Latias signified the third generation of Pokemon, which will lead us into Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire. Ross, tell us about them.
2: Ah, well, I I just needed to do a quick throwback to one of the most underrated Nintendo 64 Pokemon games in the world, Pokemon Puzzle League. It basically was a game where it's like, it's basically Pokemon Tetris and they made a Fuckload of money off of it and the pokemon puzzle games are like throughout history uh, so many spin-offs on every pokemon console that nintendo has made and the pokemon puzzle league was the og one and it's amazing so if you have a 64 and you're near like a game or a game traders go find pokemon puzzle league and invest it's amazing oh yes
1: pokemon puzzle league That sounds fucking great.
2: Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. I guarantee you'll love it. Let's do it now. So, Ruby and Sapphire. Yes. Okay, amazing, amazing. Gen 3 encountered me again pokemon came to me guys like yes let's Mm -hmm. be real like a lot of things in life like (laughs) debt and taxes pokemon came to me um (laughs) along with my depression and anxiety so i um first encountered pokemon sapphire so as i mentioned i've got two younger brothers so the youngest and i always got like blue version and the middle brother always got red so in this scenario, Matthew and I, shout out to Matthew, got Sapphire and Jacob got Ruby, right? And so we're basically, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I'm from Mildura. So we were actually about to take one of our Melbourne weekend trips, which is a six and a half hour drive. If you've driven it, it's now about six or five and a half, but at the time, six and a half. And so how do you keep your children entertained? Video games. So we, I remember we like took off at like 4am or 5am and we were asleep and we woke up and we we're halfway there. And I was like, oh mom, we still have three hours to go. This Fucking woman pulls out three copies of the latest Pokemon game. And the best thing about like this generation growing up with Pokemon, right? Was like, obviously now we have fucking internet and Google and fucking Wi-Fi and spoilers and TikTok and whatever this fucking shit. So we know what's coming, right? But when Mm. you were young, you would play Pokemon Red and Blue and then maybe on TV you'd see commercial or maybe your mum would be shopping in Target Shout out to target used to work there and she'd come home with gold and silver and you're like, holy fuck, there's more Pokemon. And this was exactly what happened. We were in the car. She pulls out two copies of Sapphire and Ruby. And I was like, what is this? And she's like, it's a new Pokemon game. And I was like, oh my. And like, that's how, I mean, until I was an older age, that is how Pokemon came to me. Thank fuck. My mom was like, I'm onto something here. It's entertaining the kids. And I don't have to think. Let's just keep buying them video games. It was the best. Anyway, <laughs> so that is how Ruby and Sapphire came to me. And I remember playing it in the car and you start off in the Hoenn region. You get to choose between Mudkip, Torchic, or Trico, Fire, Water, and Grass Starters. I chose Mudkip because I rep my water Pokemon through and through. And <laughs> you just journey through basically the Hoenn region. And the best thing about the early gens up to about Gen 5 or 6 was every gen came with at least 100 new Pokemon. At least mm. Brand new original concepts, like nothing referring or reflecting back on previous gens. Gen 3 was just like, here's a new fucking Pokemon game in a new region with a new legendary, all five, and a new whole Pokedex Enjoy, And so there was just, n- nothing was off limits with Hoenn. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. Mm. Amazing. Latios, Latias, Deoxys, Jirachi. Groudon, Kyogre, we got the works. We got like six, seven, eight legendaries, four, eight um, gym badges, a spin-off. Uh, we also got Emerald, which was the yellow of Gen 3 mm. or the crystal of Gen 2. And so there was many hours of gameplay. And Hoenn has... I would say in the public eye, Hoenn, like, fuck shit up. Like, it was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like, it was a whole new thing. One and two, you're like, especially as you mentioned before, Sam, how Johto went back to Kanto. You were like, ah, oh, okay, mm. we've sort of done this. But Hoenn was like, it's a whole new ballpark. No strings attached. Welcome to our world Enjoy. Mm. It was amazing.
0: Absolutely. Because that was Gen 3. Rapsido, who was the composer of the first two games, took over from Tajiri in Gen 3 as the director, which is kind of cool. Totally wanted to make his own stamp, I And, you, guess, and it is, is exactly what it
2: felt like. It was totally like, mm. with respect to what you've done, I'm taking the reins and let's just try something
0: new and it's exactly what it was. It was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, my God. You know what? Doing all this research, and it's going to ruin my productivity, but I've been looking at it and I'm like, man, I'm going to go back and play these fucking games. I'm going to do it. You right? should. It looks. It's I'm one of my favourite
2: pastimes. It's like I'll be sitting there being like, I would have just finished like – a big project a big project says there's a fucking unemployed actor would have been doing something or I'd be on the road on tour when I had a job and I'd be like what should I do I don't know what I'll fucking do I'm gonna go back and play like especially now with a 3DS which is now discontinued so if you have a 3DS hold on to it and if you don't have one buy one and like especially with a 3DS Nintendo store you can buy red, blue, gold, silver crystal on portable Game Boy like a, a later model and once you finish it you can upload it to the internet and transfer them to the latest games on the switch and you can keep them that was the one thing you used to go back and play game boy and be like i'm spending like 24 hours of my life completing this game and then i'm done and then the game cartridge sits there and it's a waste where at least on the 3ds online you can play red blue sapphire whatever you want and when you finish it get all the legendaries and you get to keep them and play with them later so That's so sick. highly recommend you do that. Technology is going up and up and it's awesome. So Gen 3 was awesome, but it has nothing on Gen 4.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
2: we found the favorite. <laughs> so, okay. Yes, favorite. I was actually speaking to my partner last night. He was actually like, A, he asked me my favorite Pokemon, which is like a taboo question. You cannot ask that question. That's just like, <laughs> which is your favorite born child? But we'll get to that later. But he said, what is my favorite generation? And I did say, I said generation two. And four, right? And the reason behind that is because obviously, like I said, I grew up, we all grew up with Pokemon Gen 1, and it was this life-changing phenomena. Gen 2 happened and you were like, I personally was like, holy fuck, I didn't think they'd keep this going. Like, Mm. there's more? That was my initial (laughs) reaction. I was like, I can't believe there's more. Oh my God, that a slow King evolves from a slow poke. That's new Skarmory. It's a steel type. What the fuck? This is new Umbreon and Espeon from an Eevee. Like it was just like this mind boggling thing. So after we got two, I was like, okay, we're going to get more. And so then the challenge was on, like, what's the next gen going to bring? And it was just like this. And especially now, like, Pokemon fans of 2021 are never satisfied. They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is shit, this is shit, this is shit, this is shit. As I went on a rant about Pokemon Snap before. But again, it's because it's like the OG stuff is so complex and thought out and now we're getting like you anyway, know don't get me started anyway gen four is fucking amazing we have just left Hoenn and we are on our way to Sinnoh. and the best thing about Sinnoh, besides the starters piplup turtwig and Chimchar, amazing piplup again og was that it was the first time that The designers reintroduced new evolutions. So, like I just said, that in Gen 2, we got like an Espeon or an Umbreon from an Eevee, we were like, oh, that's a new evolution. Now, in Gen 4, we had original single non evolution Pokemon like Jinx, Magma, Electabuzz, the human formed Scyther. They didn't evolve, well, Scyther didn't to Gen 2. But these guys were just badass Pokemon who just were sat there, and you were like, I remember growing up, I'd be like, "I'm not going to catch that because that doesn't evolve." Which means you have no fucking value, right? Because in life, if you don't fucking grow, if you don't grow you into something them? new, you are stagnant, and you may as well fucking give up. So remember, growth. Life is about growth, guys. If you are listening, grow. Fuck. Um, so the designers in Gen Four was like, "You know what? You know who deserves to fucking grow, Magma. Mm-hmm. You know who else? Electabuzz. You know who fucking else?" <laughs> Togekiss, Miss Magius, fucking Snorunt. I can go on. And we were like, until you, you're playing through, again, a master tick in the Pokemon fandom world is Gen 4 but a whole new Pokedex. No, none of this fucking re- revisiting shit. New evolutions, fine. But none of this revisiting shit. It was a whole new thing. Where is Sinnoh set? Because obviously each Pokemon game is set in a a certain part of the world. So Kanto and Johto, obviously areas in Japan, um, the later games, we went to London. We went to Paris, we went to Germany. I'm not sure where Sino is set. So stand by. I'll do some research on that in my mind or Charlie will on her phone. So Sino was fucking amazing. We're talking about Dialga and Palkia. We're talking about, this is when the developers started to get into space and time. And you're like, Mm. obviously the games thus far, we got red, blue colors, gold and silver colors, right? Ruby and Sapphire. Mm, have versions of colours, technically still a colour, mm. right? Gen 4, Diamond and Pearl. Not a colour, whole new ballpark. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. these games can basically fucking be called anything now, really. Like yeah, yeah. chalk and cheese, fucking ham and cheese. We can get whatever the fuck we want coming next. But you know what? <laughs> Pokemon
0: ham. Pokemon <laughs> ham and
2: Pokemon cheese. I'd fucking play it. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Um, just
1: just Sinnoh, by the way, is based in Hokkaido in Japan. So yes. it's like based off that. There you go. Which north- is Island, and
2: actually and I where's hoen can you look up hoen n as well that was gen 3 which we just talked about anyway so gen 4 was fucking amazing and it was the first time we got diamond and pearl and then again we got a crystal version of that did we get a crystal version of that diamond pearl Platinum. Yes, there it is. is. Oh, my God. Mm. Giratina. Jesus. So, sorry not to swear. <laughs> Love you, Jesus. So, again, Gen 4 was just, like, revolutionary. And most importantly, it was the gameplay. We had new big mechanics. We got contests, which we had in Gen 3. But Pokemon contests, the trading, the GTS, like, there was so much. They just were like, you know what? Gen 4 is going to be the fucking shit. And they upped their ante. And Gen 4... Mm. Was the first game on Nintendo DS. So oh, one and right. two were Game Boy Color, three was Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy SP, and Gen Four was Nintendo DS. So we had this brand new console, what? and Nintendo were like, "Let's take advantage of this and bring out a brand new fucking Pokemon game." Yes, Charlie, hello.
1: <laughs> I figured it out. yeah um, no, it's actually still based in Japan. Is it it's still the Japan? Kyushu region. Yeah. So. Oh, yes. And apparently, the Sinnoh is also has uh, elements of Russia in there yes, as well, there but it's mostly Hokkaido. But yes, there is.
2: Nice. Yes. Like, ingenious, ingenious. Like so, anyway, we're like on this fucking Pokemon journey, season four, loving yourself sick. And the best thing about season four and between three and four was they waited the perfect amount of time to be like, here's a new Pokemon, enjoy, great. Mm. Lately, they've been like, Pokemon, 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 Pokemon. Mm. That is the sound of me like throwing money if you can't determine <laughs> <laughs> <by these> noises. <laughs> that could be anything. <laughs> And, and so they waited the perfect amount of time. Now, here's the thing. We are loving Pokemon Sick. We're loving the spin-offs. We're loving the anime. And this is my personal opinion. And then they fucking hit us with Gen 5. And you're like, what the fuck is this? No offense, right. Pokemon, but what is Gen 5? We get black and white, and mm. that shit, don't matter if it's black and white. You know what? Don't even play the fucking <laughs> game because it's like that bad. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs>
0: wow! So, Gen I mean, Five is the dud.
2: We got Cool Starters. We got Snivy, the Grass. We got Oshawott, and we got Tepig. Cool Starters, I'll give them that. I recently pl- finished playing um, Pokemon Black Two, so we got Black and White, and then we got Black and White Two as the Crystal, mm. and it was a bit like there were what are sequels. You doing? They were actual sequels, weren't they? Yeah, and you're like, why didn't you make Pokemon Gray? Hello, mm, yeah. <laughs> Black and White. <laughs> Anyway, so (laughs) my beef with Five is the story is fucking obscure. I'm here for it. I'm here for something new, but I was like, what are we doing? Secondly, it was on Nintendo DS again. So it was the second game to come out on Nintendo DS. And the Pokemon animation was just a bit obscure. So, like, you sent them out of the Pokemon and then they just kept moving. Whereas in Pokemon Crystal and Platinum and Diamond, they'd animate when they pop out of the Pokeball and then they'd stand still. They fucking stand Mm. still waiting for their orders. In black and white, they're, like, (laughs) jumping around and I was like, are you even listening to me? Excuse me? How can you pay attention? How are you supposed to win this fucking battle if you were jumping around? And the animation was not that good, that the Pokemon could be constantly moving. Like, it was just basically Pokemon Pixelmon. It was just, like, awful. So, and then also, like, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, we started to get, like, Pokemon. And I was like, that is a stretch. Like, we got, like, mm. a Pokemon that is just a piece of ice. And I was like, what is, like, it was an icicle. It was an icicle. We got us, in Gen 5, we got an ice cream Pokemon, vanillax, which oh. uh, which was a single scoop, which evolved into a double scoop, which evolved into a triple scoop of ice cream.
1: <laughs> it's a slow day in the writer's room. There's I was a like, slow day. what the
2: fuck? I, I mean, uh, look, props to Gen 5 whole new Pokedex, whole new a hundred and something Pokemon. So you, when you ran into a, into a fucking bush and you got an exclamation mark above your head, you didn't know what you were going to get. And I mean, that is a fucking innuendo if you've ever heard one. Am I right? (laughs) I mean, who really knows what you're going to get when you run into a bush? Am I right? I'm fucking talking to Charlie's mum here. You fucking, isn't it Caroline? That's her name. It wasn't Caroline, was it? (laughs) Catherine, Caroline. Caroline! Oh my
0: God! It was Caroline. (laughs) You, got you nailed
2: it. it. <laughs> you you nailed fucking flip first time. Sorry to not to bring up Caroline and Bushes. So anyway, Gen 5 <laughs> was just like, I mean, I found it personally disappointing just because, yeah, the plot and yeah, blah, blah, blah. I can talk about Gen 5 for ages. But like I said, when the Pokemon design started to get a bit off, I was like, guys, what are you doing? Like, you're on a roll here. And so it actually put me off a bit. Mm. Gen 5, I was like, you know what? If this is where we're going, and then like I said, Black and White 2, I was like, that is not even inventive. Like the only difference of gameplay when Black and White 2 came out, there was like an extra Pokemon and the plot changed a little bit. And I was like, this isn't worth $80 to basically play the same game again. Like, not into it. So I was like, nah, nah, bah, bah. not into it. Um, and also, quick tangent, one of my favourite debates is what is the f- best Pokemon theme song. Ooh. And I'm hoping that I you mean, can I- do some podcast editing magic and put these two in here somewhere because it's I the can. fucking shit. Either a lead-in or a playoff. You have to play mm-hmm. Pokemon Johto, the, yes. the starting because that shit is fire. Like the that banger. gets me into like when I need to go for a run or like I don't know like jump off a building. I'm like I'm gonna listen to the Pokemon <laughs> second theme song <laughs> and Pokemon Heroes, which is a Gen three. So Hoen, yes. Mm. Like Pokemon Heroes slash Advanced Battle is just fire. Ah, just I might even use fire. it for an audition coming up. Like it's that good. You <laughs> should. And by audition, <laughs> I mean I'm still unemployed. <laughs>
1: I feel like I only know the first theme
0: song well enough. Which is the best, obviously. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a classic, you know. I was also. trying actually before I Googled
1: the lyrics to the Pokemon rap. That was pretty good.
0: Oh, bam. Can you that, do the Pokemon rap? Can no, you give us I can't. Can you spin us a
2: verse, Charlie. There's right. at least one can't, verse.
1: Guys, I tried to look it up. That's I was it. like, I feel like Sam's gonna ask you to do the Pokemon
0: rap. I was, rap, I am.
1: And now I'm like, I shouldn't have bottled it up because I'm not doing it. Sorry, guys. But
2: <laughs> I don't
0: know it. You've disappointed um, the, the audience, Charlie. You've
2: disappointed the viewers, yeah, and I mean, by it. viewers I mean listeners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, what was I just about to say? Um Pokemon rap. Oh. Original theme song, just to finish this mm. tangent, is fucking hard to sing. Like, yeah, it's as, a bitch, isn't it? It's- as an unemployed tenor, it is really hard to sing that song. Like,
0: it's hard, hey? In the shower, I'm like, to hear you, you don't you just casually waltz
2: into singing the full theme song full out because
0: you would fucking. Yeah pop a nodule like it's hard <laughs> yeah it isn't that really awkward part of the voice doesn't it you oh know, it's like right in the passage it's just it's nasty man mm. yeah. yeah it really it we'll really have to does let's we'll get a duet up you and i on this Honestly. And, you know,
2: uh- <laughs> oh, you well, know who's, what i'll do who's but, the, I mean, better the, Pokemon it, the next podcast episode can be like a t- tutorial on how to like vocally tackle The Pokemon theme songs, what warm ups? (laughs) how to warm up, cool down, articulation exercises. We'll do the whole thing. So after a disappointing journey to, uh, where are we? Unova, Unova, Gen Mm -hmm. 5. We visit Kalos, which is the first Pokemon game on Nintendo 3DS, X and Y. And also X and Y came about two years, at least two years after Black and White. You were like, oh shit. This was a while in the making mm. and Carlos takes us to Europe. Like we're, t- we're like Paris by the seaside. It's fucking fierce. And so Carlos also gave us Fennekin, Froakie and Chespin. Chespin's a little disappointing. No offense, grass types, but Froakie, badass bitch and Fennekin evolves into a fucking sexy psychic, fire psychic type as a starter. What the fuck? Dude. Stretching I- boundaries here. Holy shit. I mean, we've had, like, five fire fighting and then basic bitch Charizard, who is fire flying. Oh, and then, like, only Typhlosion, who's just fire. What a fucking waste of space. But anyway, (laughs) so we have this fucking boss-ass Pokemon as starters for Gen 6. The map is insane. And XY go full 3D. And by 3D, I mean, like, the sprites Mm. in the gameplay. As you're walking around, you can roller skate. Like, it's full 3D. You can change your clothes have what your what the outfit that your um character wears they went we fucked up with five we better fucking (laughs) fix this shit with six and they fucking did they were like we're so sorry we fucked up we know we invented like a broom (laughs) and an ice cream so as 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 fucking to repent for our sins please enjoy this fucking masterpiece and i was like that was a close call you're forgiven you know what i mean So XY here. was fucking lit. We get the, um, Evito and Xerneas as our legendaries. The map is insane. Upped. The thing that Pokemon fans, I speak like I'm talking on behalf of Pokemon fandom worldwide. I usually am that we expect <laughs> is we want a fucking boosted Pokedex. We want new fucking mons. We want new mechanics. Yeah. We do want to mm. keep, but, but then, like I said, people are always like, mm, I miss the old stuff. We always want a hint of nostalgia. But we don't want mm. you to be lazy and be like, it's another, it's the same game. We want like a hint, a sprinkling of like, remember that thing you liked? It's there, but you've got to find it. And you're like, okay, that's cool. So yeah, like I said, mm. you could dress the character. You could roll a you could fucking roll a skates. They invented rotation battles and three on three battles. What else? X, Y, X, Y, X, Y. Everything was just, they, they stepped their pussy up and in the best way. So thank you pokemon and game freak for gen six the carlos region was fire we also got fairy holy shit fairy type so this entire time we've had the only new types we've had were dark and steel from gen two gen three gen four gen five same types gen six fucking they were like you know what how's this for stepping our pussy up fairy fucking you know what you fucking gays need Fairy. (laughs) (laughs) give the guys what they want a fucking fairy type Oh, my God. Like, people playing Pokemon at 20 weren't gay enough, fairies. Jesus. And you know what? It made a fucking lot of sense because Clefairy (laughs) went from being a fucking basic bitch normal type to, who'd have thought, a fucking fairy. Fairy is in her fucking name. Like let's make let's call the fucking spade a spade. Let's call the fairy a fucking fairy. And Clefairy became a fairy type. Jigglypuff, fairy. Togepi, fairy. Like, and then again, what this is the hint of nostalgia we were after. Eevee evolves again, and we get Sylveon, which is a fairy type. Thank you very much. Mike fucking drop. Pokemon were like, here's a game to rock the world. And on top of that, the anime that corresponded with X and Y, Gen 6, was fucking like a masterpiece. It was the it was the best looking Pokemon season in terms of animation that we've, we've ever seen. It was crisp. Right. It was fucking insane. Pokemon XY is obviously what it's based off, but you need to watch the part 2 which is Pokemon XYZ. Pokemon XYZ right. is just insane, and I am also forgetting we also got Mega Evolution. So can you see how oh, impressive yes. Gen Six is? New types, wow. new yeah. game mechanics, new fucking Pokemon, old game mechanics but new evolutions, and then we get Mega Evolution. What's Mega Evolution, you ask? Let me fucking tell you. Basically, let's take like a basic bitch Pokemon like Beedrill or Pinsir or mm-hmm. even Charizard, right? And basically, and the game mechanic is basically like this: there's a magical stone that you get to your Pokemon, and in battle, and only in battle, they can evolve again. So basically, Charizard evolves into Mega Charizard. Genius. Basic as fuck, but genius. And only like 20 Pokemon out of like, we've got about 600 at this stage, 500, 600, only 20, 25 could Mega evolve. So you were like, so when you were planning your party, you were like, I can have all these types, and I can have these people that evolve into this, whatever, and then you know what? I can now have a fucking Mega Evolution in your party. Genius, 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 genius. Mike, Love it. drop on s- fucking Gen 6, ladies and gentlemen. Sino, ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause. <laughs> yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. yes.
2: okay so what goes up must come down so we come (laughs) down and we crash down fucking hard in alola which is gen 7 which is set in hawaii and like obviously Mm. like how amazing the map is great it's like warm weather but like guys they were where they almost put a gen 5 on us and i didn't play like it was rough wow this is um sun and moon yes sun and moon Mm. and just as a gameplay went up and down, so did the fucking anime. I literally need you to Google the animation from Pokemon XYZ and then put up Sun and Moon next to it. And I don't know what fucking happened. Someone died or they got sued or, like, they hired a fucking apprentice to start drawing Pokemon. But, like, honestly, I remember watching episode one and I was like, this is appalling. Who the fuck cleared this? We have had fucking artistic magnificence up until now. And then you go to Hawaii and you look like a fucking 12-year-old drew you. What the fuck? (laughs) He looks like he got fucking hit by a bus. (laughs) like ash ketchum babe like you need to fucking go back to your cosmetologist and get some fucking work like honestly what happened what happened so like i said the game was disappointing the animation was just awful it was just awful sun and moon if you're watching is on netflix actually you can watch it the indigo league which is the original first 30 episodes of the og pokemon and alola are the Uh, which is sun and moon are the only ones on Netflix and the most recent one, which is Pokemon journeys, which is gen eight, but we're not there yet. So (laughs) Alola, we're set in Hawaii. The one thing that pisses fandom off is like I said, basic bitch excuses. Don't give us, we want a whole new Pokedex. I came into sun and moon being like, great, hundred new Pokemon. We got like, 40, maybe. Mm. 40 new Pokemon. And we got, I mean, like, shout out to Grimer and Muck from Gen 1. Grimer and Muck are poison Pokemon. And then in Gen 5, they're like, you know what? Let's bring Grimer and Muck back and instead of making them purple, we'll just make them, like, green and call them (laughs) a dark type. And that's what we got. Mm. I was like... So, obviously, it was a bit cool because we got new animations, new drawings. So, basically... Mm meowth went from like a basic bitch normal type to a dark type so like his stance Mm -hmm. was like a bit like sassy like don't fucking talk to me i'm above you because he was a dark (laughs) sassy type which was cool but again it's just like you changed meowth from normal to dark you're still not really giving us what we want it was cool i mean like credit where credit's due vulpix became ice type and then ice and then the ice vulpix evolved into an ice fairy nine and that shit was fire That shit.
1: That's amazing.
2: You don't fucking touch that shit. I was like, you know what? You get three claps (laughs) for that. Everything else is a fucking shit show. Like. <laughs> but it was cool. Cause they actually started basing some of the Pokemon designs around their environment, which they hadn't actually done yet. So like, obviously Hawaii, I mean, I haven't been love to go shout out to anyone who works at Jetstar that <laughs> obviously it's, it's hotter weather. So we started to get regional variants in terms of temperature. So like I said, fire turned to ice. Cause it was ice cold and fire turned to ice as I'm like, it's set in Hawaii, but like they had some storyline where like there was ice mountains or whatever, but also we got like two cannons, Toucanon toucan toucanon is the Pokemon's name, which was based off a toucan. So like we started to get native original okay. drawings and I was like, okay, like we got some great barrier reef fish Pokemon. Like it was a bit of a stretch, but I was like, this is cool. I appreciate what you're doing, but the gameplay was too quick. And here's where they fucked up. You hear me out Pokemon. Here's where they fucking <laughs> fucked up. Jen one <laughs> through six. Okay. Either of you answer this question. What's the aim of the game?
0: To be a Pokemon master. And how do you do that? And And how do you do that? Yeah, and how do you do that?
2: How do you get to the Elite Four? Puzzle the gyms. You've got to pass all the gyms. What did they take out of Gen 7? Took out the fucking gyms. They took out the fucking gyms. What's the bloody
1: point? What's the fucking
2: point? Right? So instead they sort of this again, I appreciate them trying to be like, here's something new. I'm like, we didn't ask for new. Don't fix what ain't broke. Like, fuck. So instead of gyms, they gave us like trials. And so it was this exactly the same concept, but instead of basically walking into a gym, beating the boss, you had to go to a trial and the trial had like three levels. So you'd like beat level A, level B, and then level C of the trial. And then if you won the trial, you got like, was basically a badge, but they didn't call it a badge. So they, you still got a badge. But they didn't call Mm. it a gym, so just call it a fucking gym and you get a badge. It's exactly the same. But they went to a lot of effort to, like, try and mix it up and it just made no sense. And I remember playing it halfway through and there was, like, a forum and people were like, what are we doing? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) But I paid 80 bucks, (laughs) so I'm just going to play along. And so then in Gen 7, we lost Mega Evolution, which was was the biggest appeal from Gen 6. And so instead of Mega Evolution, we got Z-Moves. The letter Z, Z moves, moves, which was basically like in battle. And again, only in battle. So let's take Pikachu, for example, there was like, instead of badges, you sort of earned like 13 or 16, like little crystals, Z crystals. And if you had an electric Z crystal, your Pikachu could use a, basically like a a KO move or like a super boss, super attack in battle. And we were like, but why? Why? (laughs) <laughs> like what, what, what purpose sure. does it serve? Like it wasn't a guaranteed one hit KO the animation in battle. Obviously you like say like you use the Z move and like the Z move would charge up and the sprite would do all this choreography nearly. And it went for like 25 seconds. And so it slowed gameplay down. It was really random and disappointing. And at the end of the day, again, you were like, but why? I really just don't understand why. They had cool legendaries the point. and Alola. They had cool legendaries. Again, they took um, the graphics up a notch in terms of gameplay. And again, you could dress up your sprites and you could sort of fucking buy fierce hats and stuff at the fucking fashion parlor, which was cool. Bit of a swing or a miss. It was a fucking miss for me on Gen right. 7.
0: But again- a so five, five and seven. The five and
2: seven. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. However, <laughs> we got Gen 7. Oh, after that, Sun and Moon, we also got Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon as the, Gee, the crystal, and you're like, mm. what the fuck are you doing? Why wouldn't you call it Pokemon Eclipse? What the fuck? Yeah. Who's oh, writing this shit? Ross, yeah, seriously, Jesus.
1: you should be on the writing team. What yeah. the fuck? Honestly.
2: Literally, like, Come hit on. me up. RJ at gmail.com. Like, I am an unemployed <laughs> actor. Pokemon. <laughs> I'm ready. Sugimori, hit me up. Or is he dead? No, he's alive. No, oh, he's still going, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, so then Gen 8 took, like, fucking three years, three and a half maybe, and then at this stage we're still on the Nintendo 3DS. P.S., as you can tell, I'm really passionate about Pokemon. Yes, I am 28, but fucking come for me then. Come for me.
0: (laughs) If you're listening and you're
2: judging, if you're listening to an anime podcast and you're like, but this poor fucking cunt is 28 years old, what the fuck is he doing into Pokemon? You need to fucking (laughs) check your fucking self (laughs) <laughs> and the question is, why aren't you into Pokemon? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, I, I must admit, like having having fallen off the Pokemon train younger, and then only sort of dipping my toes in every now and then, but having done all this research and even having this conversation, man, I am fucking, I am, at, and I'm not being facetious or trying to be like, oh yeah, I'm, back. I'm actually back. Like this is fucking sick. But like, and I'm, you I'm appreciate it. You know
2: what I mean? You've done oh, the hard I yards early on, so you know what it's about. Like, yeah, and absolutely. I just find. This fucking, this fucking phenomenon, phenomena, phenomenon, fix me. I
0: think phenomenon,
2: I think. think they both work. But phenomenon, I feel like both. It's still, yeah. So this pokey yeah, phenomenon gosh. is just like, it's, it's like escapism at its best, man. Like the reason we got into it when we were younger is because we needed something, A, we need something to do. But B, it was such an escape from what the fuck you were doing because the creators were so smart in their approach. Mm. Like it was so in depth the plot line, oh, the geez. characters, like, the hook. Like, they just kept you wanting more. They gave you an onslaught of video games, Pokemon trading card games, marbles, Tazos and Chips, fucking Nintendo. Then they went to Game Boy. Then they gave us feature-length feature movies. Like, they literally were Incredible. like, we want to give our fans a world they can get lost in. And obviously, like, I'm talking as someone with all the games, watched all the movies and TV shows and has some plush toys and some fucking Pikachu pajamas. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm like into it, but there are some fucking diehard fans out there who have, who have full Pokemon sleeves, who play competitively in the trading card game for money. Like who are like national level titles on, on switch online. Like I am literally like a fucking speck in
0: the pool of Pokemon mania. Like, it's crazy. And it's actually, I mean, I didn't realize until I was doing the research on this, but what I couldn't fucking believe <clears throat> is the simple fact that it is the highest grossing media franchise of all time, literally ever. Over $90 billion is grossed in total revenue across everything. That's fucking insane. As it like, should have. And, and, and it changed my life as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't probably be an anime fan if it wasn't for Pokemon. So hands right down, down. Hands down. Like, yep. There's no question. It got me in, got me right in back in primary school, man. Like playing the trading card game, battling my friends at school. It became such a thing. It was like hardcore. I'm talking to another friend. It's like you know, the game taught me about you know sharing. Because again, the fact that you know, for anyone who hasn't actually done Pokemon at all, for example, the big thing about the first games, and it's, it's this has gone forward through every other game, is that the only way to collect every Pokemon was to trade with the other with the sister or brother game. Right. So you had to link the two cables up to the Game Boy and trade from red and trade to blue. It was the only way you could do it. And you had to have friends or you had to buy both games. I mean, I think there were what, there were eleven Pokemon specific to red and blue each, which had to be traded. Yeah. And only four and four Pokemon would only evolve if you traded them. So like, you know, online oh my god. That pissed existed. me off. Oh man. <laughs> <was a> tough- <laughs> all you want is a fucking all you need
2: is a golem or an Alakazam or a Machamp oh. to fucking finish a Pokedex. And you're like,
0: who am I gonna fucking trade with? The wall? Like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, it did. It forced you to like make friends. And it's like, you know, it's a whole thing. And but let's and be honest, people, people who are fucking in-depth playing Pokemon and obsessed with Pokemon are probably fucking weird-ass recluses who don't want to
2: talk to people. Like, don't make <laughs> us talk to people and trade with other people. I read this great
1: article about how Pokemon <laughs> has just continuously been trying to get, like, nerds outside, and Pokemon Go was, like, the ultimate kind of, like, yeah.
0: Pokemon Go. Because they were
1: like, yeah, well, we started with having to talk to people and trade, having to go to places to get a particular Pokemon when you had to go. Was it like you had to go to actually physically get yeah. them? Yeah, you know, and like, by Pokemon... Oh, go yeah, in, you mean
2: in- pokemon go and get hit by an oncoming car like yeah there was some <laughs> shit that went down with that
0: like uh, Dude. yeah that's but right. that was like
1: just forever pokemon's trying to actually like secretly get everyone to be more social
0: well it also i mean that's probably the closest humanity's come to world peace in our history and for that brief month-long period where everyone was playing pokemon go and like trying to be friends like oh uh, i a had the, i had
1: the Best time playing Pokemon Go truly for that one month. But then I started trying to play the gym and I was really bad. Like, I didn't want to actually play the game. I just wanted to like catch the Pokemon.
2: Yeah, it, it, it wore off, didn't it? it I did mean, it I, still, really? I still play it. I still have it literally, the apps on my phone and probably running right now. But like, <laughs> I, I totally understand. The, the appeal washes off. I'll tell you what didn't wash off Gen 8. Hey. Oh,
0: another plush toy has bum, been
2: bought bum. out, everybody. This guy's oh, name yes. is Sobble. And he is the water starter of Gen 8. And he's a very timid guy. He doesn't like fighting, as you can tell from his demeanor. He's a bit mm-hmm. sad. He's a bit concerned. He's sort <laughs> so of like concerned. He's he's concerned, sort of like concerned. when you got really mixed feedback from a PP at uni and you're a bit like, Ooh, I was like <laughs> good though, or did you hate me? He's like he's like, You should really reconsider your career. <laughs> you'll always be a a, a, supporting, a, you'll always be a supporting actor and this and the funny sidekick. Haha, <laughs> you'll never be a leading man. Don't talk to me like that. How dare you? <laughs> I've made an entire career out of being plan B. Thank you very much. I'm about to fucking be fucking Galileo in a fucking arena.
0: Fucking go suck my dick, fucking sub one. Sorry, I love you. (laughs) Look at him. Yes, massive uh, congratulations on that one, Ross. For those of you who don't know, Ross is about to appear as Galileo, which is the lead part in We Will Rock You in the Arena Tour of Australia. So. Just by sidebar there. Congratulations, my friend. That is incredible. Thank you very much. But we get off topic.
2: But we're, all, we're not here to talk about my random, random three days of success coming up in September. We're talking about... <laughs> We're talking about, followed by two weeks in Adelaide, two weeks in Sydney in, in January, and then you can find us in April 2020 at the Comedy Theatre. <laughs> let's talk about Gen 8. Let's talk about Gen 8. That's what yes. we get to talk about. So, yes. like I said, we had a quick hiatus of, and by quick I mean three and a half years. So we were at this stage, mm. we were like, drop us anything. Drop us anything. And Korokoro Koro in Japan dropped us a little sprinkle of what was coming next. And we're like, holy fucking shit. It's on the switch. So the switch mm. had been out probably for like 12 to 18 months at this stage. And we were like, well, what's, what are they going to do? Unless they're going to bring out a whole new console again, it has to be on the switch. And lo and behold, it was a switch game. The trailer came out. We saw Sobble, Bunny, and Grookey, the three water fire and grass starters. And it was set in the UK in the region called Galar or Gala, And It took Pokemon to a whole new fucking level. I am still replaying this game. We got Pokemon Sword and Shield and it took the Pokemon World by storm and it got back what they fucked up in Gen 7. Like, the gameplay, the mechanics, the graphics are insane. Like, we lost Mega Evolution and we lost Z-Moves. Who fucking wanted Z-Moves anyway? Fucking, if you bring that (laughs) back again, you're an idiot. Again, we got three quarters of a brand new Pokedex. With Galar, so we've got about 60, 65 brand new ones. We've got a couple of revisited stuff, but you didn't mind it because it was so, so interesting the way they did it. Did we get any new types? No, we haven't got any new types yet. Or evolutions. One thing that Pokemon fans always look for is like, is Eevee going to evolve again? Because at this stage it has eight evolutions.
0: Wow. Mm. And we'll
2: just see where it goes. So Galar, set in the UK, and Gyms came back, thank fuck. Good. And cool. instead of Z-Moves and instead of Mega Evolution, they brought in Dynamax or Gigantamax, which is basically, so the gyms in Galar are all played in like Amy Stadium or like big arenas, right? right? Because there's a phenomena going on in the region. Phenomena, see? I don't know if that's the word. Shit.
0: <laughs> I need to go back to fucking grammar
2: school. So it's set in arenas because there's a phenomenon going on over there where basically whenever you choose, your Pokemon can become gigantic. That's the name Gigantamax or Dynamax, like dynamic. So basically in Galar, Pokemon can get really big and they learn a whole new super special move or a whole new move set based on their type. So the new game mechanic they introduced was really, really cool and caught a lot of people off guard. And we were like, holy fuck, we weren't expecting that. They were like, you wanted something new, here you go. So it was really, really cool. Eight gym badges, go and you become the Pokemon champion again. Um, we haven't got Sword, Shield, X, Y, Z. We haven't got yeah. the third yet. Which what was a bit. What name of... should it be? Sheath? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, is all right. It's
1: yeah. Good.
2: <laughs> sword, Shield, Sheath, Sword, Shield. Uh, Battle? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want... Sword, Shield. Yeah. Sheath is pretty good. Sheath's good. Goblet. I don't know. It's sort oh, of like oldie yeah. worldy. Anyway, I don't know. So Gen 8's Phenomenon. We haven't had the third part. We haven't had Pokemon Goblet yet, but instead we got <laughs> Snap, which is the most recent release. And what's coming soon, and I believe in November, is the remake of one of my favourite generations, Generation 4, which is we're going mm. back to Sinnoh for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the remakes on Switch. We've obviously skipped yes. over Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu which were oh, yes. the first Pokemon games to make it to the Switch which was mm-hmm. basically when you revisited um, Kanto, the Gen 1 season with fucking awesome graphics. So if you're a first time gamer out there and you've never played Pokemon and you want to play a recent version with updated technology on latest technology with nostalgic vibe, you play that game. Pokemon Let's Go yep. Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu are available on Switch at EB Games and Game Traders and JB Hi-Fi Um... <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> Like I said, we're about to get the remakes Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which I'm fucking peeking over. However, they fucked it a little bit. They've okay. re- They've got like I just said, Gen 8 is fucking, they've got these amazing graphics for the Switch. And then they've brought out, I'm not sure if you've watched the trailer, they've brought out a trailer where basically they've made the game into like they've got the sprite, the character, and they've just smooshed it. And you run around as like a little like hobbit. I don't know what the fuck they did. It's like a step sideways. I wouldn't say it's a step back because the graphics are still amazing. But I was like, what are we doing? But I think they can get away with it because it's such a phenomenal generation that you can't be mad at it. You're like, give us what we want. And then, so Nintendo was smart. They gave us this trailer for that. And you're like, Oh, a fucking remake. They dropped two trailers on the fucking same day. How dare you? I was not ready for that. I was eating my fucking scrambled eggs. Open up Cerebi.net and there's two fucking trailers. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <clears throat> as I was saying, I was eating my fucking scrambled eggs, um, mostly egg whites because I'm shredding at the moment. And... <laughs> <laughs> So this is why your mum was like, get him on, he's funny, right? I'm funny, I'm funny. If you like, guys, if you think I'm funny, please share this podcast on Instagram and give us a subscribe. Um, so the first trailer, I was like, holy fuck, a fucking remake of my favourite gen on Switch. I'm obsessed. And then this mysterious trailer starts and the graphics are that of Breath of the Wild, right? Ooh, wow. And I'm like, this this can't be Pokemon. Your starters are between Cyndaquil, Oshawott and Rowlet. So we've got a Gen 2 starter a Gen 5 starter and a Gen 7 starter. You're like, this is fucking weird. The graphics are like Breath of the Wild and we get new graphics, new starters, new versions of starters and whole new gameplay. You are running around like Zelda in Breath of the Wild. Pokemon just running around like... We got a bit of that in the um, wild area wild zone in Mm -hmm. gen eight you do walk around and there are wild pokemon walking around and you can avoid them so you don't just run into like an exclamation mark in the bush throw back to um caroline so you can avoid that (laughs) but in this game they were literally just walking around and they you can imagine pokemon walking around in a game that have the animation and graphic detailings of breath of the wild i'm already blown my mind is blown yeah And then fucking, you were literally throwing Pokemon out and choosing starters and Pokemon are battling in basically live action mode. And the trailer shows you catching a Pokemon and you're running around and it's the history of Arceus. So it's called Legends of Arceus. And Arceus is a Gen 4 legendary. And you're like, but basically he's in the textbook as the God, the creator of Pokemon, the Pokemon universe. He's basically God. And on the seventh day, Arceus was like, fucking rest. You know what I mean? So, like, that's Arceus. <laughs> yes, okay. Wow. So, okay, le- when Pokemon that Legends of Arceus is hopefully hitting our shells our game boys by mid 2022 ahead of gen 9 dropping early 2023 so wow. and you are now up to date with pokemon
0: yes everyone that is pokemon from the beginning to the present day. jesus christ Guys, far Woo.
1: out there is a lot of pokemon man
0: and we skipped so we much we skipped like, so it's, much it's wild is there a
1: corresponding anime series to each game yes. generation yes is there one so yes. there is one now for gen 8
0: I believe so, yes. On Netflix, I think. And is Ash in all journeys. of them? Pokemon Journeys. Yes. He's as well.
1: Ash in all of them?
0: Yes. Mm.
1: How's he
2: going? He's still <laughs> He's still 10. <laughs>
0: he's
2: still- what? What is his secret? What a year he had.
0: You know? He's <laughs> all, all, all in one year. Oh, well, so I mean, much.
2: spoiler, he did well in Gen 7. He finally won. He won the Pokemon League. Oh, really?
1: Oh, wow. Jeez, uh, Gen 7? Fuck. I remember when he didn't win. Sorry, spoiler for the fucking first gen. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. I remember you were particularly angry. Of
0: course, I was. I was hysterical.
1: Yeah, like it was. Honest, it was a real kind of bait and switch, though. Like it was pretty good. Yeah. I think it was actually. Oh, true. yeah, and when he's ending.
2: fucking Crabby evolved in battle, I was like, "What is this? This is fucking insane!" Oh my god, he's got a yeah. Kingler now, and he's going to win. He's still lost, but like, fuck.
1: Yeah, that's actually really wild for an anime series to have their protagonist lose. Yeah, In the final hour. But then you I think like of it, Pokemon If he won, well, what's
2: then the we're point? We're, <laughs> Unless yeah, he goes on it to be like, I will choose, I'm going to try to be the Pokemon master or Pokemon champion in every league every that league. I. Mm. But that's a bit of a stretch. Like, Jesus. But yeah. He evolves. He one would
0: say. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's a bit of an Easter Thank egg you. from about an hour ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is indeed. But mm. I just can't believe how many games there are. I mean, there are just, well, there's 24 Pokemon films. There's over 50 mangas. There's 62 books. All right. The anime debuted in 97. It's still airing today, as we said, Pokemon Journeys, the current one. It's just out of control how big this is. I mean, I remember being back in school, like, you know, literally having Pokemon battles on the Oval. Around and yeah, like, it was insane man it was such a thing and like i had this really tricked out gengar i was i was a real dick to everyone because I, I basically couldn't lose because i just had tricked this genga out so hard all i do is hypnosis dream eater so like and i Ooh. had speed maxed and like my accuracy up so like even if you hit me i'd eventually sleep you and then dream eater you and then i'd get my health back right and i was just like the king of the Pokemon and I was a bully about it. I was like, fuck all y'all, <laughs> y'all ain't shit. Like, you know, I am the Pokemon master at this school, Subiaco primary school in Perth WA. And then my friend Lachlan, who we will get on this podcast. We've mentioned a few times, he owns this esports bar in Melbourne, Gigi Easy. And he then came up to me and we were like, all right. He's my best friend by the way. And all right, let's battle bitch. And out came my Genga. I hit hypnosis. I missed his Ooh. Dragonite and his Dragonite one shot me and the rest of my Pokemon fucking garbage, man. I didn't need any others. It was just Gengar. It was all the Gengar. And then he went through and just tore me to shreds. And then I was, you know, they turned on me like a tide turning. It was, it was a, I, you know, almost as if it was the consequences of my own actions. And my Funny God, that. did they, did they let me have it? Sam, would you figure out you were the
1: antagonist of the series? And yes. Lockie was the protagonist? Yeah. I, you know, oh, and I, it's I a realisation. <laughs> like, what's a grand hang old time? Oh man,
2: you were Gary. <laughs> no one wants to be a fucking Gary. I was,
1: yeah. I
0: was Gary. I was carrying it up to be primary school as a 12 year
1: old. I'm sorry, Gary. Gary had a pretty good deal. He had like an entourage when he was 10. Was yeah, and he was great. also like, like the professor's
0: grandson. I mean,
2: talk about fucking Spoon Affair. What a prick.
1: Yeah. No, true. <laughs> Ash might be, what, the gangster's son? Is that a thing? Like Giovanni? Well, potentially,
0: if, yeah. if, if the musical's to be believed.
1: I think the musical's are always canon in my head, no matter what.
0: <laughs> musicals matter what. are life. <laughs> yes so pokemon it's you know it really is the ultimate gateway for for so many especially around our age it's just it began everything and broke i mean in many ways broke anime in the west you know like because Absolutely. it became normalized and the games as you as we just spoke about still going strong i went and saw detective pikachu a few years ago when mm-hmm. that came out yeah that was that was not good and i thought it would be i was so excited i was like what? You're giving me a Pokemon film which I've always wanted, obviously. And I'm like, oh, it's a it's a noir like kind oh, of yeah. detective thing. I'm like, this could actually be amazing. It was not. And who voiced terrible. him? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. It was really jarring. That film was bad. Is it real based bad.
2: on a video game?
0: Yes, it is. Yeah, I so. Actually, yes, it is. But like my, a, a bad,
2: bad one. Why would you fucking base yeah. a game off that?
0: A base based a movie it off Pokemon that? on Pokemon Snap.
1: Yeah, make, make a, a s- sexy Pokemon Snap
0: film. Give us Todd from Pokemon Snap, y'all. You know. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is, <laughs> is his name Todd? Off. Yes, it is.
2: Give us like a <laughs> Misty spin-off. That's what we fucking want. Let's be real.
1: Pokemon Snap, Professor Oak was such a bitch to you about your, your fucking- He's, oh, like, so, God. like,
2: so judgy. So passag, being like, hey, how's I your journey like- going? Oh, you've only got ten Pokemon? You fucking suck. And you're like, yeah. but I've got eight badges. <laughs> but it's like, it's not about the fucking badges, Ross. It's about the fucking- <laughs> The concept is you catch 150. And I'm like- I remember. I'm not sure about you guys, but I was like, I found my six party Pokemon, and that was it. None of you. I'm not catching you, cunts. Why do I need to catch more? I'm not greedy. <laughs> I got what I came here for. I'm I done. Was,
1: I was all about the one OP Pokemon as well. Oh and yeah. I yeah. learned my lesson every time I played the game and it would die, and I'd just die. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm train some more.
0: Who was yours? I In had your a mind.
1: crazy, crazy overpowered Water Turtle. Sorry.
0: Oh, Wartortle. get it. Okay. Wait, no. Who was? Who was? Blastoise. 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 Sorry, Blastoise, Blastoise was yes. crazy.
1: All I learnt was Body Slam, which anyone <laughs> could do, but it was like weirdly powerful. But when so it I came from a blast, was it fucking, yeah, it. No, it,
0: it rocked, yeah, it's a fucking yeah. shell, man. Like, mm. like, oh, yeah.
1: Also, the so, music is so good. Dude,
0: the Damn. music is incredible in like all of it, but Gen 1 in particular. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So good.
1: Do, 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 do. Is that when you heal?
0: Yeah, or is yeah, that, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: literally like, there's almost like you can recognize. The music behind, like, whenever you're in a town, like, if you're in Lavender yes. Town, you can hear like the e- eerie music because there's a fucking grave there, and you're like, oh, this is Lavender Town music. Or when you're in Cerulean City or when you're on the bike path, like, you- it's so fucking well orchestrated. It's insane. It's insane. It's
0: so fucking.
1: Lavender good. Town was creepy. So far.
0: Creepy.
2: Did you guys go to the symphony of the Pokemon music? Oh, maybe like five years ago at the Sydney Opera House? No. I wish we did insane was it amazing insane so it was basically like we're basically on the bike path now and the symphony played the bike path and they played the sprite just riding down the bike path it was insane
0: see that's what that's what like detective pikachu should have been it should have been me going into all of us going to cinema and being like yes 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 this is fantastic
2: i didn't mind the sort of cgi of the real life ish pokemon i was like that's quite advanced for for them. Good for you, but I was like, what is this plot? What am I doing? I'm, I'm just not buying, buying this. Plot. What was
0: Bill Nye doing in that? Like, it, it was, right?
1: Is it just Who framed Roger Rabbit with Pokémon? been. That would have been great.
0: Like, but it was yeah, it was terrible. Anyway, don't see that. But there are so many good Pokémon things to see. Go and play the games, people. Like, go and pick any of whatever, you know, go do Ross's Gen 4, Gen Gen 8, you know, like go and hit up his tops. You know, Gen 1 still slaps today if you can find a copy of it or a way of playing it. But I'm, I'm going to go and buy Shield and Sword. I'm going to do it. It's I'm going to buy Shield
1: and Sword as well. It's
0: happening. I'm going to go buy Sheath or Goblet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's at.
2: What
1: about like Emblem or something? Oh, like, yeah, well, that's
0: not uh, bad. Oh, that's a good one. Emblem. Is good. Emblem. I like it. I mean, a bit Fire Emblem, which is also a game series. Oh, very true. And Leaf Green,
2: which we br- br-
0: mm. breezed over as well. There's so many. Oh, yes. oh my God. So There's too many. I like, have actually I actually wrote out the full Pokemon games list, and there are over 60 it's fucked. Bro, I'm going to burst through this as hard as I Wait, can. Wait, can you go Do through it, like through a it and can I
2: just say yes or no when I if I have it? Yeah, yeah, go. yeah,
0: that's good. Sure. Red. Yes. Green. Yes. Blue. Yes. Yellow. Yes. Pokemon Stadium. Yes. Pokemon Trading Card Game. Pokemon GBZ. Here yes. Here comes Team GR. Hey, you Pikachu. No. And I'm furious. Pokemon Snap. Yes. <laughs> Pokemon Pinball. Yes. Pokemon Puzzle League. Yes. Fucking Ace. Gold. Yes. Silver. Yes. Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. Yes. Pokemon Stadium 2. Yes. Crystal. Yes. Ruby. Yes. Sapphire.
2: Yes. Pokemon Channel. Yes, on the GameCube because they had yes, to get it on was the, the only way to get Jirachi, the legendary Pokemon at the time.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that is 10 points right there. Holy shit. Pokemon Pinball, Ruby and Sapphire version. Yeah, shit. And Pokemon Colosseum.
2: Yes, really cool. The first time they introduced dark Pokemon, Shadow Pokemon on the GameCube again. Yes. But you couldn't like transfer them to any game. So It was a bit like a one-off game and you're like, why am I doing this with my life? I've wasted 20 hours. But anyway, fucking cool game. Go play it. <laughs> Uh, Fire Red. Yes.
0: Leaf Green. Yes. Emerald. Yes. Pokemon Dash, a racing game. Mm-hmm. Shit, but yes. Yep. <laughs> Pokemon Colosseum 2 XD, Gale of Darkness. Yes. Now, here's one. Pokemon Trozai. Puzzle Trozai game. is a puzzle game. Yes, played it. Yes, right on. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yes. Oh, my
2: God. Brother. This fucking spin-off is the shit. I mean, albeit... There's six of them, but if you haven't played a spin off of Mystery Dungeon, go and play it right now.
0: It's fucking amazing. It's when you're a Pokemon. It's when you actually play turn. You're, you're a Pokemon, turn, you're a Pokemon yeah. and you talk to other Pokemon,
2: you just run around saving other Pokemon from danger. It's amazing. Anyway, yes. Incredible. Pokemon
0: Ranger. Yes.
2: Fucking great game on the Nintendo <laughs> yes. DS. And, like, you run around and you, like, use your stylus to, like, capture Pokemon in circles. It's so good. Anyway, yes. Sorry, I get too excited. Mm. I should just say yes. Say yes, Ross. Fuck. Yes.
0: <laughs> no. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Diamond. Yes. Pearl. Yes. Pokemon Battle Revolution. Pokemon Battle Revolution. Mm.
2: Was that, like, a weird stadium game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, like, a, I remember Kyoga and groudon on the cover it's a bit shit i don't yep. think i played it but <laughs> i think i didn't play it because of a shit continue
0: pokemon mystery dungeon 2 mm-hmm. explorers of time and explorers of darkness so good then pokemon ranger shadows of almia mm-hmm. pokemon rangers guardian signs yeah
2: well i mean i didn't play all of them because i was like you've played them mm. once you played them all but yes of course uh my pokemon ranch no
0: but i know what it is yep uh <laughs> platinum Yes. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Sky. Yes. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Oh my god,
2: we didn't fucking talk about them. Jesus Christ. Heart Gold and SoulSilver are like insane games on the Nintendo DS, which filled the gap between five and gen five and gen six. It was insane, it was insane, mm. it was insane. Go play it and you had a Walk. it was insane. Yes, I played
0: it. Poke Park Wii, Pikachu's Adventure. No. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> No one knows what that is. <laughs> then I know you've played all of these. Then it goes black, white, black two, white two, X, Y, Omega, Ruby, Alpha, Sapphire. Yes. Another sun. spin-off
2: that you yep. should invest in. Fucking right on. R- so these are, these are amazing.
0: Beautiful. Then we've got sun, moon, ultra sun, ultra moon. Then we've got, as you've mentioned before, Pokemon, let's go Pikachu. Pokemon, let's go Eevee. Then sword, shield, brilliant diamond, shining pearl. And then coming up soon, Pokemon legends, Arceus. And of course, Pokemon snap the remake. That's all of them. Nassau wow, folks. there's only
1: one that you hadn't
2: played. Yeah,
0: dude, that's insane, man. Yeah, that Pokemon Ranch uh, was, was a... this weird fucking. You ran around as like a,
2: as like a bubblehead. It was so stupid. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it like Farmville but with Pokemon? Almost, yeah,
2: basically. Like, yeah, you're like, a bit uh, like, what is the point yeah. of this? It's well, Pokemon Animal branded, Crossing. so people
0: are like, I have to buy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the theme running through this whole, this whole franchise. But incredible. Well, everyone, that is gateway to anime and Ross Josari's Deep dive into Pokemon. I hope you learned something. I sure as fuck did. I learned so much. Absolute Pokemon beast. I'm an absolute psycho.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Pokemon master of this podcast. You
0: are the Pokemon master, and let no one ever say otherwise. That is the truth. That is the truth. Fucking
2: try it. Come for me. See what happens. That's right. Speaking of come for me, come see my show. We open in September. We will rock you. I'm playing Galileo. Cool.
0: Hell yes, yes. Absolutely. If you're in Melbourne at that time, go and check it out. It's a wonderful show. It's a lot of fun and I have no doubt that you will crush it. So, Ross. Thank you so much for joining us again. We love having you on the show. If you're keen, come back again, man. We love having you. I'm coming back. We have to
2: do an Attack on Titan Debrief because it ain't finished yet. We need Mm -hmm. to talk about, I mean, let's both finish My Hero Academia because I'm nearly finished that. We have to do that. You've already done a deep dive on that, I'm sure. But let's touch base soon and have a massive debrief about something else. Cause there's always more shit to watch. Am I right? It never yeah. ends. It, it never nev- It literally ends. never
1: ends. <laughs> have you seen actually
2: they're releasing a two part Sailor Moon feature on Netflix on the third of June?
1: Ooh, no, I haven't seen what that. What the yet. fuck? Cal- I'm Kane. Like wow. that they sounds haven't
2: there ain't no Sailor Moon anywhere on Netflix, and they're like, hey, here's two features. Bye. <laughs> I mean No, and no then one saw that one coming. All the all the Anna gays went crazy. Like that's a hell of a time. The hell so, of the time, Ross, it's a time the hell of a world.
0: <laughs> it is. So thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, Charlie.
1: Thank you. Learned a lot. Thanks, guys.
0: And if you if you have any respect for me,
2: you are going to play the Pokemon Advanced Battle Heroes theme song as we finish
0: this podcast. <laughs> it's happening. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> thank we'll you guys. You, I'm obsessed with you both. <laughs> right back at you. Thanks so much. Cheers. You. Love you, Caroline. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> inside me. We'll never give in, we'll never rest. Advanced battle is the ultimate test for the earth.